I'm Kerry Fink, and welcome to today's edition of Kingdom Living Podcast, together with Glenn Reppel. So excited about seeing where God leads us on our Kingdom Living journey. If you've been following this along, uh, Glenn, and I know you know you've been working hard behind the scenes pulling together the teachings and things. But for the for those of us that uh, get get inspired and get encouraged and motivated uh, as we explore Kingdom Living, it's really fascinating to see this grow. And Glenn, like we were talking about from, from uh, even before we began the podcast, you know, what I love about this is that really at the end of the day, it's not opinion. We are just reading the Bible and, and you're presenting um, kingdom living. You know, uh, I think it's something that you actually may use in your business, what you do on the, on the GA REPL, the financial company side, but it really fits so well what we're doing here about reaching your purpose. And I love how this encourages us to do that, Glenn. Yeah, that's so important that we we know our purpose. What is your purpose? What mm -hmm. is your destiny? Why are you here? Yes. And uh, it's so, so important we recognize that. And today we're going to be talking uh, uh, about the kingdom of God, uh, which is, is an exciting part of kingdom living. You, you know, I wanted to uh, welcome those uh, that may be new to Kingdom Living. Uh, the audience is growing rapidly. We are so grateful for each person that uh, takes the time to get involved in the messages, not only the Kingdom Living podcast, but those uh, daily Monday through Friday uh, biblical inspiration moments called the Rebel Minute, Glenn, that you've been uh, distributing since 2006 uh, when God put it on your heart to start sharing uh, kingdom living. I call I call them like biblical nuggets that every morning it's a great place to get started. All of this, by the way, if you're new to this, is available to you at therepleminute.com. That is a great website that is chock full of the, the Repl Minute uh, topics. Uh, in fact, you could just put in your email address. They'll come right to your uh, inbox every morning. It's a great way to start the day. You have access to the entire Kingdom Living uh, podcast library. And Glenn, one of the things that I think is so wonderful about that is not only that, but it, you kind of there's space on that on that uh, website also where we go back and we look at kind of the foundation of this, which is this book that God gave you called Fraud, What God Has to Say About the Tactics of the Enemy. And this book is really kind of what started the whole kingdom living journey as far as these podcasts go, because in this book, you really explored um you know, we, we talked about it early on. In fact, I think the very first podcast was called The Three Greatest Historical Events in History. And that has then moved us into green line, red line living. And we keep expanding farther and farther uh, on that level of teaching to see what kingdom living and what God's potential, what God says about where we're headed. And that's why today's topic is going to be uh, just another another um, great teaching that moves us farther down that. I, I really can't wait for us to get started. Well, well th thanks, Kerry. You know, what an honor to be here, an honor to work with you, Kerry. You know, because one of the things with, with the book, uh, you know, and again, the word fraud, well, and again, uh, these, these are strongholds. What are some of the beliefs that, that we have, we believe in, and we realize, oh, we find out, oh, that was wrong. And so we're gonna be talking about one of those uh, today. Uh, and we're going to put that fraud fire extinguisher on religion. Uh, but before we do that, let's just look at some of the questions, because uh, I like asking some of the questions uh, about the kingdom of God. Has God's kingdom come 
already? What a good question. Are we waiting for God's kingdom to come? And then did Jesus come to earth to establish a religion? Is that was his purpose? Did he come to earth to establish a religion? And so what we're going to do is we're going to put the fraud fire extinguisher, extinguisher carry like we do in each each podcast. What is that that belief that would lead them? We go, oh, uh, that's right. And again, I've been trying to get rid rid of religion uh, in my life because because uh, even when we come to Christ, we get into religion, and really what 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 we're we're really dealing with today is the kingdom of God. Because we're going to learn that that's what Jesus talked about. And we read in Matthew 4, 17 here. Uh, and this is Jesus when he, when he was first, first teaching. He says, from that time on, Jesus began to preach, preach, repent, change your thinking, change your thinking, change your belief system. For the kingdom of heaven has come what? Now, here. He's here. He's standing there. Look at me. I am the kingdom of God. And he's telling us, I am here. Because we're going to see here that I am the Christ. I'm the Messiah. Uh, I'm the one you've been waiting for. He tells that to us. And then, then we see down here in Luke 12, 32, uh, do not be afraid, little flock, for your father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. And again, we have this belief pattern, which we'll continually talk about today, that the kingdom is tomorrow. We're waiting for it to come. I die and I'll go to the kingdom of God. Well, well, that, that's, uh, we're going to put a fraud fire extinguisher on that. So let's go back to what you, what you talked about too, Kerry, which is so important because uh, we keep building on this. We keep uh, this, the, the green line, red line, and just the thoughts that we've had too of uh, the three greatest historical events. Because I think this is so important that this green line is 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 outside of time that's that's timeless that's timeless and, and we're created on that green line so the first and greatest historical event was creation what's creation we're made in in god's image and likeness and he and and he created the heavens and the earth and he created man in his image and likeness. So we're like God. We have God inside of us. We have that incarnate nature of spirit and God living inside of us, the divine nature of God living inside of us. And that was with Adam. So how did that go with Adam? Well, and, and they said, and again, th this these two trees are so important, I think, because we have the tree of life and then we have the tree of death. And in the garden, in the center, there was the, was the tree, and, and, and God gave Adam, and he gave Adam special instructions. Don't eat. If you eat from the tree uh, uh, of, of good and evil, you will surely die. And so uh, Adam, not trusting God, was disobedient, and with that, he, he ate of the tree of death, of the tree of death. And, and, and now we come into this fallen world. And this is when death this is when death, spiritual, physical death starts, sickness, disease, and just the selfish desires. This is what we're seeing in the kingdom of darkness right now. And that's the kingdom of darkness is a kingdom of ignorance. It's ignorance. 
it's not it's 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 a kingdom of disobedience to God because he's given us his instruction book and 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 he's given us the holy spirit that's living inside of us uh to guide and direct us so the tree of death is an i am not tree we have a, a teaching with we've done on that and again uh we're, whereas the tree of i am is the tree that 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 we is recreated back through Jesus. When G, so, so, so the first greatest historical event is creation. The second is the fall, when now we live now and we're born into the fall. We're born into that red line. We're born into the kingdom of darkness. We're born into selfish desire. We're, we're born into that guilt, shame, and pain, and condemnation, and for your, the orphan spirit. We're looking for a father. We have that rejection. We're injustice and fear. But faith overcomes fear, and Jesus, Jesus came into the world, loved us so much that God sent him, and he knew before he created the, the earth that Jesus would be coming in the flesh to redeem all mankind on the cross. So our recreated life is in Christ Jesus, redemption. So the third and greatest historical events is the redemption of mankind. And so heaven came to earth. Heaven came to earth. The kingdom of heaven came to earth through Jesus Christ. And now we have the kingdom of God, which is what we're going to be talking about today is the kingdom of God here on earth. So this is only revealed to those that are born again and then filled with the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit came to live. Jesus came and, and died on the cross, gave of his life so that we could have life, shed his blood so that, so that he could leave, leave, go back to heaven and, 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 and leave us with the Holy Spirit. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, all the triune God living inside of us. So what happened, we entered into the tree of life, the I am tree. And in the back of the book, uh, in the appendix, we have uh, all kinds of I am's of who we are and just like five and six pages of I am's. And, and one of the teachings that we've had uh, over the years is just, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And we need to understand who I am, not who I'm not. Because the, the enemy, the devil, his purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants to tell you who you're not. You're not like God. That was the lie that he said that to Adam and Eve. If you, oh, you're not like God. Well, we are designed like God. We're a little lower than God. Elohim, we're a little lower. And, and we have command and control over the angelic world, over the heavenly world. And heaven opened up to us now. So what, what we learn, uh, what we see here is, and again, these, these scriptures are so important that the kingdom realm is available to us now. Is, is that, and this is in Colossians 1, verses 12 through 14, the kingdom realm. Your hearts can soar with joyful gratitude when you think of how God made you worthy to receive the glorious, the glorious inheritance freely given to us by living in the light. He has rescued, so he rescued us out of that red line thinking, the red line living. He has rescued us completely from the tyrannical rule of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom realm of his beloved son. Now, 
this is now. This isn't when I die and I and I, I go to the kingdom. No, this is now. This is the power and authority he gives us now. And we'll see scriptures that 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 will help us with this. For in the son, all our sins are canceled, and we have the release of redemption through his very blood. That's the tree of life. When he said it is finished, the veil was torn, we enter into the tree of life. We enter into the kingdom of God through the Holy Spirit revealing this to us now. And so, and this is the prayer. Now, this is the Lord's prayer in the, in the Passion Translation. I really like the way this, this says here. This is, this is verse 10. And again, manifest. It, when our Father, our Father God, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name. Holy is your name. And then we go into manifest your kingdom realm and cause. And cause. Here's this purpose, Carrie. And cause your every purpose to be fulfilled where? On earth. Let me just go back through that. Manifest your kingdom realm and cause your every purpose to be fulfilled where? On earth. How? just as it is in heaven. Heaven to be filling the earth realm. That's the goal. That's the Lord's prayer for us, that we manifest as sons and daughters the earth realm. The entire universe, the entire universe is, 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 uh, uh, is yearning, is yearning to see the unveiling of God's glorious sons and daughters. Now, now, so, and, and again, this scripture is so important because we talked uh, talk about being citizens in the kingdom of God. We have to understand the government, governmental authority that we have as an ecclesia, as the called out ones. And, and we have this citizenship, the glory of God's heavenly realm now. And this scripture has just been so meaningful to me as, as, as uh, so many others, but this is one that I just keep learning and growing with. And this is Colossians 3, verses 1 through 4. And this is in the Passion Translation. And I just suggest you get lots of different uh, translations to just and keep asking the question, what's this mean? What's this word mean? Uh, so, and, and this, is, this is so important. And, and this is one that I really suggest you get and memorize and just meditate, feed on this. This is the food. This is the bread of life. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Whoever eats of this will never die. And that's important. We, we grasp what, who he is. So here we go. Christ's resurrection is, Carrie, your resurrection, and Glenn, your resurrection, and those listening too. So Christ's resurrection is your resurrection too. This is why we are, we all yearn. We yearn for all that is above that heavenly realm. For that's where Christ sits enthroned at the place of what? All power, honor, and authority. We praise, we praise the Lord. We praise God. So yes, yes, we feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill our thoughts with heavenly realities, not with the distractions of the natural realm. Your, your, my, my crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie to this life, to this world, to, to this world. And now my, your true life is hidden away in God, in Christ. 
And again, with all the news, with all the media, with all the things going on, with all those thoughts, all those airwaves, the movies, the distractions, they're coming at us. So your crucifixion, my crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie to this world life. And now the true life, my true life is hidden away in God, in Christ, because I was crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. And that's important we, we remember that. And as, now this is so important here. As Christ himself is seen for who he really is. Now that's just a question you can ask every day. Christ, how do I see you? Lord, how do I see you? Messiah, how do I see you? How do I see you? As Christ himself is seen. Now that can't be with our, our visible eyes. That's with our spiritual eyes. As Christ himself is seen for who he really is, who I am, who you are, really, who you really are will also be revealed. So we're, you know, we're trying to find our identity, and that's a, a part of the fallen world on that red line down there. Who are you? Who are you? Uh, and, and again, we'll see at the, the last scripture I go through today is, is who, who, did, who, who do you say I am? This, Jesus is asking that question. Who do you say that I am? And again, this is the question. This is part of our purpose is who are you? Who are you? And the way we know who we are here is defined in the scripture. And, and as Christ is, himself is seen for who he really is, who you really are will also be revealed. For you are now one with him in his glory. Glory is his presence, his power, and his goodness that's in that relationship with him now, not into the future. That's now in the moment, in the presence, in that relationship with him. Heaven came to earth with Christ living in us, with the Holy Spirit living in us, with the divine nature of God. We're made in his image and likeness now we've been restored and redeemed not by anything we've done but because of the blood of jesus that was sacrificed and paid for paid for by us so here's a neat question and and when i when i got this question asked uh, uh when when i got this question it, it, it really it really helped me a whole lot and the question here is what nullifies the word of god <laughs> now think about that what nullifies the word of God? Boy, and when I read this in scripture, it really, I go, oh, oh. So this is putting this fraud firing extinguisher on religion. Mm -hmm. And there's so many things we can go into on religion. But, but again, our purpose again is to manifest your kingdom realm and call your every purpose to fulfill on earth, just as it is in heaven. So and in Mark 7, verse 13 in the NIV, uh, what we see here is thus you nullify the word of God by your traditions that you have handed down and you make many things like that. The traditions and doctrines we're, we're, are doing rather than, <clears throat> than our being. The traditions and doctrines nullify the word of God in our relationship. And God wants us to be in relationship with him. So here's the question too. What, what, what was the main message Jesus preached and taught? 
What was the main message Jesus preached and taught? Was it being born again and salvation? Was it being born? Was that the message? Or was it the kingdom of God? Okay, let's look at this. Well, he did teach and he did when Nic Nicodemus asked him late at night one time, uh, Jesus answered, said to him, most assuredly, I said, yeah, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So born again is important. Yet what he preached was the gospel of the kingdom of God. And we read in Matthew 9, 35. See, only, he, only and he wasn't teaching in the public uh, being born again. This was to Nicodemus. He didn't, what he was teaching was the kingdom of God. That was the message that he is bringing to the people. Then Jesus went, went about all the cities and villages, teaching in the synagogues. Uh, and that's the place to be preaching, preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Now it's interesting. And healing, healing every sickness and every disease among the people. So that's a part of what he's doing, but he's preaching and teaching that the kingdom of God is here now. So what we see also in Matthew 4, 17, uh, from that time on, and this is when he came out of the wilderness being tempted uh, by uh, Satan, uh, from that time on, Jesus began proclaiming his message with these words, keep turning away from your sins and come back, get back to God, for heaven's kingdom realm is now visible. And in the NIV, we read, from that time on, Jesus began to preach, repent change your thinking. And again, change from those religious ways and, and doctrine type of thinking, because we got the rules of the kingdom of God living inside of us. He loves us. And, 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 and he's given us a manual that tells us it's not by what we do. It's by what Jesus Christ did. It's his faith in us faith and our faith in him and, and what he did that cleanses us and makes us righteous. So here's a graphic that kind of it helps understand the kingdom of heaven is the position of, of God the Father, God the Son. And, and so the unseen God came to earth. He came to earth uh, to see man, to dwell inside a man, to bring the kingdom of heaven to the kingdom of God here on earth through who? Man, through us. Because we're carrying that temple, uh, that temple of God inside of us in this body here that was given up by Adam. Because Satan knew that the only way he could have influence is to get inside of a body. So it's when Christ came, he came to redeem us and bring the Holy Spirit to, to live back in our body. So this is the dominion mandate that was right from the beginning in Genesis 1 verse 28. And God said, Let us, Father, Son, uh, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, make mankind in our image after our likeness. And look at this let them have complete authority over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, the tame beasts, and over, over all of the earth and over everything that creeps upon the earth. That's the mandate for man. That's the mandate for man. And so what we read also in Psalms 115, 16, the highest heavens belong to the Lord. That's, he, that's where he's at. But the earth has been given to man, to mankind. Mm -hmm. So let's look at some of the, some of the things that, that religion 
and the kingdom have. Religion is what man does until the Holy Spirit reveals to them about the king. I can remember years ago, and again, much of this teaching I got uh, years ago and continue to grow through Miles Monroe. He's just a great teacher uh, on, on the kingdom of God. And I know when his first uh, came to me, I go, oh, wow, that's weird. That's, that's so against my religious spirit. And boy, as the Lord started revealing and reading and listening to some of his, his uh, podcast and his, his uh, uh, YouTubes and his reading his books, and I just highly recommend uh, you get some of these. Religion is what man does until they find the kingdom of God. So religion, now look at this, religion prepares man to leave her. That was not God's intention. God's intention was for us to have dominion here on earth as it is in heaven. Heaven, the kingdom empowers man to dominate earth. What would allow is the prince of darkness to dominate when we have the authority, the power of the Holy Spirit to rule and reign here on earth. Kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Religion focuses on heaven. We have a heaven living inside it. Heaven came down. So the kingdom focuses on earth. That's a big change in a mindset here. Religion is focusing on heaven, where God's wanting us to focus and have dominion here on earth. And heaven came down through Jesus Christ and redeemed man to have the Holy Spirit so we can have dominion here on earth again and restore earth to what its intended purpose was on earth. Religion is reaching up to God. The kingdom is God coming down to man, to live inside a man. Well, these are different ways to think. This, this is a change of thinking. Religion wants to escape earth, die and go to heaven. Religion wants us to escape earth. The kingdom impacts, influence, and changes earth now. Religion seeks to take earth to heaven. The kingdom seeks to bring heaven to earth. Now, the, again, this is a part of, of the teaching of Miles Monroe. And, and again, I've added some of these in there. I am a diplomat. I am an ambassador. Uh, and again, these are just restating some of those phrases Religion is what man does until he finds the kingdom. Religion prepares man to leave earth versus the kingdom is empowering man to dominate, to have dominion on the earth. Religion focuses on heaven. And the kingdom is focused on heaven coming to earth to live inside of man and, and have dominion here. Religion is reaching up to God. The kingdom of God is coming down. And again, heaven is open. And we've had those teachings. Heaven is open. And, and it's heaven. We're, we're this bilocational. We're this incarnate being that's made in the image and likeness of God. Religion wants to escape earth. The kingdom impacts, the kingdom impacts, influences, and changes earth. Religion seeks to take earth to heaven. The kingdom seeks to bring heaven to earth. We are ambassadors. We are diplomats. Diplomats. Our government is the government of God. 
Whereas what we're doing down here is looking at the government of man, which we have authority and rule and reign as, as, as citizens in the kingdom of God and have the privileges of citizens in the kingdom of God. And let's look at this, this, this last scripture here. And this kind of helps define, uh, and we're going to continue on the teachings on the kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven. And this is in Matthew 16, verses 13 through 20. And, and this is when Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, this, look at this question. Who do people say the son of man is? Who, does, who do people say? They replied, some say you're John the Baptist. Others say Elijah. Still others, Jeremiah or one of the prophets. But, I love these buts. So, but, 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 but what about you? And this is the question of those listening and watching here today. But how about you? What about you? He asked, who, who do you say I am? This is a question we have to ask. Who do you say that I am? And look at what Peter answered. This is just so powerful. Then Peter answered, you are the Messiah. You are the Christ. You're the anointed one, the son of the living God. You are the Messiah. You are the Christ. You're the resurrection and the life. You are, look at it, Simon answered, you are the Messiah. That's what they've been waiting for. So they were looking at Jesus in the flesh, in the body there, and they said, oh, he can't be, uh, he, he doesn't look like any, he just looks like no more man. But Peter, Peter, Peter answered, you are the Messiah. You're the Christ, the son of the living God. So here's Jesus's response to that. Jesus replied, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this. So what is the this here? For this, this, for it's this understanding that you are the Christ. You are the Messiah. You are the son of living God. You are the savior, the redeemer of all mankind. So this is the this. So blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, Jonah for this, this has not been revealed by your own brain, your own knowledge and, and flesh and blood, but by the Father the, in heaven, by the Holy Spirit. And I tell you that you, you are Peter and on this, what is the this then? That this is on this knowing the knowledge, the wisdom that Jesus is the Christ, is the Messiah is the son of the living. He's the savior. He's our savior. He is our redeemer. So this knowledge of knowing who he is, it says on this, I will build my church. And the church here is, is the ecclesia. You'll see that's the call to It's the government governing body outside the gates. This is, this is where the people met. This, this is where they shared. Uh, and this is the ecclesia, the called out ones, the ones pointed by the king as the cabinet to govern the, 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 their, their dominion. And so we are called out as an ecclesia and, and the gates of death, Hades, will, will not overcome it. So we are called out. We're this ecclesia, this governing body with the kingdom of heaven coming to earth and fill, filling us as the citizens to govern and rule this earth. 
bringing the kingdom of God, his kingdom, his rules of love, of, of love and grace and peace and joy. And, and again, we're going to be talking about this in, in, in later sessions. And, and look at this. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Now, what does that mean? I'm going to give you the keys. See, this is a part of what we're saying. What are the keys? What are the keys? We're going to be teaching on this. What are the keys? So when we get, can understand who we are and whose we are, we're children of God, we're citizens of God, we're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, and we are here to rule and reign as kings of kings here on earth, and we have the keys, all the authority, we have the access into the, the throne of heaven now, we have this relationship, we have authority that he's given us, these are the keys, and the keys is to knowing our identity of who we are, that access we have access to the kingdom of, of God. Whatever, look at this, whatever you bind on earth, that's a part of a key too. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Then he ordered his disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. Because what happened, the people couldn't grasp it. They could not grasp it, that he is the Christ. He is the Messiah. The one that they've been waiting for was here now, the son of a living God. And, and he's going around. He's been healing people. Uh, and so understanding this can only be revealed. This can only be revealed by being born again and being filled with the Holy Spirit and seeking, seeking to know who we are where our, with our identity in Christ Jesus. You know, Glenn, as we go as we go through this teaching and we talk about the importance of understanding uh, the kingdom of God and not getting caught up in all the doctrinal kind of things that uh, that that are of of man made. You know, we we all talk about the stories in the New Testament where Jesus is confronted with the concept that he may have healed a person on the quote wrong day and things right. like that. Right. And, and it's kind of like, you know, we have that expression that we say a lot of times, it's like, it's like just missing. It's like majoring on the minor instead of minoring on the major. Uh, because what we really want to do is we want to understand our position relationally in the kingdom of God. And so Glenn, that's why all these teachings that you've been doing along the way are, are so important to helping us, uh, get what God is, has already put out there. You know, I think uh, recently we did one on new citizenship, um, the spirit of I am. Uh, we have our sonship. All these kind of teachings, Glenn, they're designed to help us um, understand who we are in kingdom living. And, you know, that's the other thing that I think is so valuable because in the book that you wrote, Fraud, what you're really doing is you're going to the heart of, of, of all of that to kind of... Um, explain how we can miss reaching our purpose because we get stuck down on those kind of red line. Did I do enough of this particular activity kind of thing rather than uh, understanding that the price has already been paid. It's really like you, like you said in an earlier teaching, do you believe? And so as we work through this and we're talking about the keys of the kingdom of heaven, it's like, it's like that other teaching you did. Heaven is open now. These all work together to help us see that. You know, and I think I think that um, uh, we've made available and before, and we do again today. Uh, the the one with Christ in glory, 
um, PDF. It's kind of like a, a PDF that you can just go on the repleminute.com, download, make that, you know, I say print it out, put it hanging on the wall next to you because you're going to get, uh, you'll find yourself getting attacked about uh, these kind of things and say, well, you know, what is kingdom living about? And this helps you remind how Christ sees us, Glenn. That's, and that's why also uh, you always uh, close out a lesson with the believer's declaration of legal rights, because we have to remind ourselves positionally of who we are in Christ. Yeah, Carrie, because I think that's a real part of, of, of what we're doing here, mm -hmm. is the enemy still killing the story. He, he, wants to, he, he doesn't want us to know our identity of who we are and the legal rights that we have as right. citizens in the kingdom of God and a relationship that we have with our father. And if, and if we, he can get us thinking in the I am not tree versus the I am tree, uh, then he, he's one. He's one. And so, again, he's, and as we read these declarations, the believer's declarations of our legal rights that we have, I am a special race as a child of God, as a citizen in the kingdom of God, in the body of Christ, in a kingdom of priests. I belong to the family of God. I can enter into God's presence boldly now because of the blood of Jesus, not carried by anything we've done. I've been recreated into God's image and likeness of love. I can manifest and experience heaven on earth now with righteousness peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. I'm restored, redeemed, and recreated uh, with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit living in me now. I have the word of God dwelling in me. I can eat on it. I can feed on that word of God. That's the real food. I have the crown of righteousness on my head and wear the garment of praise, which is my royal robe of righteousness as a king, as a prince, as a princess for the ladies. I have the legal rights and privileges to use the name of Jesus. We are royalty because mm -hmm. we're in the family of God. I have the legal authority as a, as a believer over the, now look at this, over the principalities, powers, and rulers of the kingdom of darkness. We command, we can send out legions of angels. They're there just at our beckoning command to send them out. They're there to protect us. I have through the Holy Spirit living in me, the resurrection power to cast out demons and to lay hands on the sick and they are healed. Wow, Glenn. You know, every time we go through that and really kind of like, uh, I would say, uh, meditate on it, you know, there's a real reminder of, who God, of how God sees us. And it's really... God's already positioned us there. It's up to us to accept that. That's why it's another reason why uh, we made this available. If you go to the, the REPL Minute, you'll see a tab that says Kingdom Living Special Offers. And you go there and you'll find a big library of these different tools and resources that have all come along through some of the Kingdom Living teachings. And Glenn, this one in particular is another kind of foundational one that goes really good right next to uh, one with Christ in glory, because whether you take these down as PDFs and then print them out, maybe uh, put them on your desk next to where you're working, or maybe on your refrigerator, or just someplace where you're going to be uh, seeing these on a daily basis, it helps you to uh, understand your position within the kingdom of God. And Glenn, that's why I think uh, these teachings are so 
relevant, particularly at this point in time when people are often upset by things they see on the news or trying to make sense out of uh, different things that they're hearing or going on in their world, is to understand that God isn't surprised by any of it. He's seen the end from the beginning, and then he's already established the kingdom for those of us who uh, so, 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 uh, so accept. And Glenn, I think in a moment, we're going to ask you to pray, pray out for everybody in the, uh, within the sound of this message. But just before we do that, I want to remind uh, everyone who's within the sound of our voices that the, uh, all these materials are available to you at thereppelminute.com. So all the Library of Kingdom Living teachings from Glenn Reppel are there in the podcast series. Uh, you can actually go all the way back and pick up uh, the fraud series, uh, which, Glenn, is where you had taken the time to explore all the topics in the book that you did uh, that we already said was kind of foundational fraud, what God has to say about tactics of the enemies. You can also find a link there so that you can purchase your own copy. It's not an intimidating book. It's literally 40 bite-sized chapters. Uh, we've talked about it before that it makes a great uh, Bible study. Maybe grab this book, grab your Bible, grab some good friends, and maybe take take a chapter at a time and work your way through it. And Glenn, like you've suggested many times, as you make notes in the margins and, and appropriate this material for yourselves, when you're done, pass the book along to somebody else and let them let them benefit from kingdom living thinking as well. And then on top of that, Glenn, uh, we talked about at the start of the podcast, we have the um, the REPL Minute. It's that daily motivational uh, biblical inspiration piece that you've been doing every morning, every weekday morning since 2006. And what a great way it is to start the day. All of these resources, absolutely free of charge at thereppelminute.com. It's really... Um, it's really an exciting time to be to be studying this to be studying this and studying kingdom living, Glenn. Yeah, and just to encourage those that are listening and watching is uh, as you grow, uh, the word of God becomes alive, and I just encourage each one of you too, as as you get some revelation knowledge, uh, a scripture or a word. Pass it on to friends, and that's how I kind of started with the morning minute. I'm a business guy. And inside of that, I was hungry for the word of God and kept on, and, and again, still hungry and growing. And, and it just amazes me, scriptures that I've read over and over and over and over, hundreds of times, you go, oh, that's what this means. And, and that's why I suggest, look, get, get all kinds of different translations and keep asking the questions. What does this really mean? And again, what you find from Genesis to Revelation, it's all about the re revelation of who Jesus Christ is. It is about his love for mankind. Because we have, we have all these lies that, that, that we've kind of bought into, these 40 bite-sized lies that we're teaching, uh, because he's made us righteous through the blood of Jesus Christ. We, when we know our identity, then we can, we can walk in that peace and, and, and the contentment and the joy of the Lord that we have, uh, because the enemy doesn't want us uh, to be experiencing the victory that Jesus Christ has given us and living inside of us. You know, that's so well said. And as you were talking about that, I wanted to remind you, particularly if you're new to this, you would really enjoy uh, Go Back and Hunt Down it's actually Kingdom Living episode number 28, and it's Glenn's Kingdom Living Testimony. And you'll hear how uh, Glenn, as a successful uh, a business person in the financial sector, 
uh, was growing a business and and all of this thing. But but it's really interesting to hear kind of how God pulled you into the ministry side as well. And so that's Glenn's Kingdom Living testimony. It's the Kingdom Living episode number twenty eight. And please, by all means, if this if these messages are impacting you. Uh, like and share. That's the best thing that you can do uh, to help uh, the kingdom expand is, is share the good word and the good news of the gospel. And and Glenn, so uh, kind of from there, I wanted to ask you if you pray uh, on behalf of everybody and for everybody within the sound of the Kingdom Living uh, podcast, the Kingdom Living videos, and anybody who's impacted uh, through Kingdom Living. Yeah, thank, thank you, Carrie. What, what an honor. Father, we come to you. Uh, we praise, we praise your holy name. We just thank you for the blood. We enter into your, your holy of holies with the blood of Jesus. We just cover those people that are listening with the blood of Jesus. Those that are, uh, are in pain right now, we speak to that pain uh, to get out in the name of Jesus. It, your stripes, by your stripes, we are healed. And Father, shoulder pain, uh, neck pain, uh, headaches, we just speak to that in the name of Jesus. And Father, we just thank you uh, that we, we can speak, we can speak, we have the authority, we have the authority here on earth by heaven coming to live inside of us with your Holy Spirit. Father, we just pray, we praise you, we praise you that we're sons and daughters, we're designed in your image and in your likeness. We carry around your temple. We are that light. We are the light of the world. We're carrying that light into the darkness here. And our light shines as your light shines in us. And Father, we are that beacon light now uh, to this laws. We are manifesting the earth as your citizens. And Father, we just, we praise you. We praise you that we are fearfully, wondered, wonderfully made. You knew us before the foundation of the earth. And Father, that your purposes were planted in our heart. And we're fulfilling what your design was for all the days, for all the days. And Father, we just thank you for the completion, the finished work that Jesus gave us on the cross. And he said, it is finished. We are healed. We're saved. We're restored. And Father, we're, we have life abundantly forever now on earth as it is in heaven. We thank you. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And thank you, Glenn, for uh, continuing to uh, to develop and, and teach us in the Kingdom Living. And, and again, listener, if you're new to this, you'll find all the resources at therepleminute.com. Take advantage of them. Start expanding your, your life and start moving into Kingdom Living right now. Kind of like, uh, Glenn, when you were quoting Dr. Miles Monroe earlier, it's time it's time to accept the fact that uh, religion is what we do until <laughs> until we get to kingdom and the kingdom is here now. So let's go for that. So with that, we'll see you the next time we get together for the Kingdom Living Podcast. See you soon.